Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Hey, we've got a – I am so excited today. Uh, first off, it's a new week, and I always – you know, when I made it another week, um, it makes me very, very happy. Um, no, but we've got a fantastic guest, very cool guest. Um, he's got an awesome show. I've been watching uh, his uh, videos over on uh, – his, his shows on YouTube. It's called New Realities. And, um, man, he is one of the, the experts in the field on, um, you know, all kinds of cool stuff that always uh, perks my ears up. Uh, remote viewing, UAPs, uh, formerly known as UFOs. We're going to get into that. And um, it, it's just all kinds of cool stuff. And there's a big convention happening, gosh, in about a week, week and a half or so. And we'll talk a little bit called uh, Contact in the Desert. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Mr. Alan Steinfeld. He is super cool, everybody. Alan, how are you? That's a good introduction. Super cool. I like that. I'll put that on my, you know, resume. But um, there you go. It's, it's good to be here. This is a, my favorite thing to talk about because it is a hot subject and um, how we think about this phenomena is changing day by day really it's it's It's, really unbelievable i mean yeah it's crazy um you know i personally i don't know why people aren't running around in the streets right now we've got all these uh navy released footage and and all this kind of stuff and they're like yeah we don't know what it is anyway um there's a spy balloon (laughs) you know i mean it's i'm like what well Hello. I think people, people are not out? running around the street. They don't. They've been dumbed down. They don't get mm. the implications to realize we're not the center of the universe. I mean, there are people visiting right. us or beings, but they've been so conditioned and and so oversaturated with science fiction movies and you know uh, just ridiculous things too that uh, people are numb. They don't get the significance that we are not alone in the universe and what that means biologically, technologically, psychologically, all these levels start to change in the human being once we realize we're not alone. Well, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that's being released. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, there it is, you know, there's, there's footage and these guys, you know, I think a lot of time, for a long time, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're the, definitely the expert. I'm just, you know, out here in the world. But um, it, it seems that people, there was a lot of people, oh, those people are kooky or wacky or whatever, you know. Nobody, somebody drank too much or took some bad pills or something, you know. Um, yeah. But the reality is, is these are credible sources. You know, you don't put somebody in, in charge of a, you know, $47 billion airplane that's, that's taking bad pills, you know, or you, I wouldn't think you would. 
No, well, these of are pretty credible sources. It's not and, incredible, you know. Right, so there's two things going on. We got invested a huge amount of money and really high-level quality pilots and machines, and yet we're confronting a technology that is way beyond anything we know, yeah. and exactly. we, people are being discredited for the training that they've been qualified to have. So. There's a kind of schizophrenia in the government. I mean, there's a couple of recent things, the Senate hearings of April 19th, where they said mm. there's no evidence that there's extraterrestrial craft. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, what are you talking uh, about? The thing's traveling 10,000 miles an hour or something, you know, I mean, in the air. Um, I don't know, think we can make anything like that. We we can't make it because in 1950, uh, Truman said, I can assure you, and this is a quote from this press conference 1950, I can assure you if UFOs exist, they're not from this planet. He didn't go any further than that, but that is that was like a confirmation. And then recently, just like three days ago, well, on the 18th, or yeah, about four days ago, Gary Nolan, you know who Gary Nolan is? Have you heard mm-hmm. that name? I've heard it, yeah. yeah. Gary Nolan works not for the government, but he's on assignment looking at the brains of abductees. He's examined exotic material, which means material from craft. And he just went on mm. a huge public forum saying, I am 100% certain or probabilities that, that we are being visited by non-human intelligent life. He said this publicly, and that's like uh, put UFO Twitter uh, uh, exploding. I mean, it's like, really, you hear what Nolan said? And it's like, so why isn't that being picked up in the mainstream media? Because they've been dumbed down, you know, really, that's the best excuse I can think of, because you're right. This should be front news in the New York Times. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Right. I, I, you know, it's if I was in ancient Mexico and and I saw some some sailing ships that I had never seen before coming over the horizon at us, I would be a little. My attention would be gathered. I would be like, "Hey, what the hell is this?" You know, um, not saying that these are a threat. I don't know. You know, frankly, that's the part that kind of worries me. Is no. Surely somebody's taking, you know, looking into this. Is it a threat? Is it not? Is it, you know, what the hell is it? Well, we need to know, find out I, as much as we can. And right. And we're not, I don't think we are. Well, we're not finding it out because it's kept behind closed doors. And let me just tell you, if it was a threat, we would have heard about this a long time ago. This is not mm. a threat. And, and I, I, you know, if you listen to Lou Alexander, who was like a UFO convert because from the Pentagon saying we need the public to know, he said, because he was inside looking at these videos, he asked the higher-ups, well, is there an, are we being threatened by this? And they said, no, don't worry about it. So this is not a threat. That is propaganda by the no, inside government. It's Right. There's no threat here. The threat is to the um, monopoly of formation that those in control don't want us to know. That's the threat. The threat is right. freedom. <laughs> right. It's, right? It's, 
can you imagine? You imagine a, 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 a UAP lands and, and they come out and say, well, yeah, here's a, uh, you know, here's a drink. Here's a soda drink. You'll never be sick again. The uh, big pharma and everybody would be, you know, <laughs> losing it. People are like, we're going to lose a lot of money. Um, I don't. Well, I think that's exactly the problem. I think you know who is ever out there, and there's case of hundreds of thousands of eyewitness videotapes, photographs. I mean, whatever's out there is coming to here, and they're not filling up their gas tanks to get here. So it's a huge threat to the fossil fuel industry, (laughs) which will lose billions and billions of dollars. So why don't they just land? Because you know we, I think for the most part, are not ready for it. We've been so scared by our own government, by media. We don't know how to deal with this. So my mission or job is to make it acceptable just by talking about it, just by saying, you know, I've met witnesses, I've seen my own things, I've had my own experiences. And this is a a growing inside phenomena. Um, Like My book is called Making Contact. And making contact is an inside job. What Are we ready to let go of the old beliefs in order to embrace new possibilities? That's really what it comes down to. So um, that's what I'm hoping. And the whole idea of going from UFO to UAP, you you mentioned UAP, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, UFO, of course, is unidentified flying object. And that's gotten a bad name, you know, science fiction, all that. So the government for a few reasons, said, no, let's change it to unexplained anomalous phenomena or unexplained aerial phenomena. So that's a lot more acceptable. Oh, UAP, and you can hear like when Hillary Clinton was running for president in 2016, she actually said, oh, you know, they changed the name, and she was put out as the front person to see, well, how does that respond to the public? So UAP means unidentified aerial phenomena or unexplained phenomena. So basically the words that are changing, the essential words, is going from object to phenomena. So the government is giving us a hint that this is not just about things in the sky. There's actually an effect on humans in being part or witnessing this phenomenon. There's sometimes psychological effects, good and bad, physiological effects, people's bodies of suffered radiation poisoning, and um, other people have found themselves more elevated. So I think it depends. The attitude you take to witnessing these things will affect your bodies in positive or negative ways. Very so. interesting. Very interesting. Well, you know, it it's, 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 it's amazing. Now, um, and, and you mentioned your book, and folks, we have a link. It's it's right there uh, to the Macmillan dot uh, com site, mm-hmm. um, and you can click on it. And and folks, when we convert this to a podcast, and it goes out everywhere, th- these links stay active. So you can just click on the link, get there, pick up the book, pick up a couple. Um, you know what? It, Father's Day is coming up. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yes. Um, also, we have links uh, to your New Realities uh, YouTube page, which, uh, you know, join me, folks. Subscribe to it. It's fascinating. I've been watching it all week. Um, and your Facebook page and Instagram as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Let me ask you, Alan, you had mentioned you have your own. When you were a youngster, you know, a couple mm-hmm. years ago, uh, did you know that 
you would be doing this important work and, and getting what? changing the the pop culture perspective and and the, the human perspective of this. Any idea well, thank about you that? For- well, you know, but but before I do that, I just want to say there's going to be a gathering of two to three thousand people that are very oh, yeah. well informed with the best speakers in the field. June second to the fourth, Indian Wells Renaissance Hotel outside of Palm Springs. You can get tickets online at contactinthedesert.com, and um, a lot of people like me who have uh, are obsessed with this subject are going to be there. Uh, speakers and people having their own experiences or people just curious. So did I think I was going to be doing this? Not exactly, but I did want to be an astronaut. You know, being an astronaut was a big mm-hmm. thing growing up in the 60s. And, you know, they were they were the big, oh, yeah. like, heroes, and they, they went into outer space. And then Star Trek came on. I was obsessed with that show, the original show. And it's like yeah. I knew, yeah. My wife I knew there was – who did? What? My wife. She, she's oh. late to the, she's always been a Star Wars fan. She just discovered um, Star Trek, and uh, she loved it. Mm. <laughs> she's like, it's so positive. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah. The original <laughs> series was a breakthrough. You know, it was a, the first interracial kiss was between Captain oh, Kirk yeah. and what was her name? Ahura? Ahura? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And, you know... That was like such a momentous time, but it also opened up my mind to the fact that why can't there be life on other planets to seek out new life, new civilizations? And um, I think um, I was always obsessed with the unknown. I looked at stars and wondered uh, that I I just thought they had to be other worlds. You know, it's like looking at a, a house in the distance, in the dark, you see a little light on the porch there it's like well i know there's someone living there there's a light on that porch so it was just a natural kind of childish kind of understanding well there are lights on out there i bet there's someone home so i was i was wasn't obsessed until i did have an experience in 1987 uh driving cross country it's like i i I don't exactly know what happened i felt uh Bended in time, me and my girlfriend were sleeping, and we were like, what do I say, frozen, like we were just suspended through Mm. the night. We woke, and you know what is so odd? We woke up in the same position we went to bed in, and who even remembers that? I don't even remember what position. (laughs) But that was such a distinct memory for both of us, and I had called her recently and said, you know, I wrote about our trip. In this uh, in this book I I just put out and to go oh you mean the night we were frozen I mean frozen in, in time and um, there's something about mm. the, the manipulation of time and probably space that these beings whoever they are have and we we just think time is what we're um, right. living in but it's a fabrication I mean if you look at the work of Donald Hoffman. He says, um, uh, he talks about a case against reality. And so time, and even Einstein said, time and space are, are, are vehicles of understanding. That's not exactly what he said. But he said, basically, we are giving uh, our own kind of um, essence point of view, time yeah. and space. The point of view and kind of understanding it. We really don't know what's out there. So there's probably beings, and I'm sure there are much more advanced than us to understand 
the manipulation of time and space. I mean, there may be some linear chronology to their lives, but they can cut and paste frames in and outside of time or take us out of our own time uh, existence and accelerate, like some people claim, and I don't know if I believe that they've been off planet with these aliens and they've lived, you know, years on ships on the planet and it's only been a few hours here. So I've had a sense of that just in dream states. I mean, I can't say I'm as lucid as people like Whitley Strieber, who is probably one of the most uh, informed contactees that I've met and interviewed. So there are people um, being visited all over the planet. This is not just a U.S. phenomenon. So we have to wake up. Something is happening worldwide. Times, they are changing. And I think we can expect full-on contact or acknowledgement by the government. And people predict this for years, but I think we can predict that in the next few years. I'm pretty sure we can because the government is scrambling to find excuses to hold back their knowledge of this phenomenon. But the floodgates are being torn down, you know, the flood, that information that's going to be coming out. So we need to demand truth from our government. They are working for us. We elected them. I mean, I know that's sort of a a joke or something. But, you know, and I'm sure there's people we don't elect that runs things anyway. So, But we we have to demand uh, a people's movement to release information, what Steve Bassett calls the truth embargo. So there's been a truth embargo in place for 75 years about the reality of UFOs. And, yes, they keep throwing out things like, oh, we don't want to defy national security or right. frighten people or uh, this is just or weather bad or weather balloons. You know, <laughs> suddenly they're seeing weather balloons because they're highlighting their ability to scan the heavens or the skies because people are seeing more UFOs and they're discovering not UFOs but they're discovering other objects like weather balloons and they're just a kind of distraction. From what they didn't even find those weather, they only they shot down no. one weather balloon, and there were two others you know that story. sort of disappeared. Yeah. yeah, it's an obvious lie. We're the leading here, and if you look at the congressional report, the preliminary assessment on UAPs from 2021-2022, they talk right. about national security and they talk about the stigma of reporting, which is why we don't get pilots reporting um, these objects. Well, do you think if they were Russian or Chinese, we would hesitate to report them? No. I mean, this is military, and they're not reporting a Chinese or Russian um, object in the sky. No, there is no stigma on reporting objects that are made from Earth. The stigma is reporting objects that you can't explain that accelerate from, you know, zero miles to 20,000 miles in a second so or just disappear. I mean, that, how are you going to report that and make it believable? Well, you do it by having enough people doing the reporting and saying, guess what I just saw. So eventually it comes out and there is no stigma in reporting because it becomes accept change how we see reality and how we report on reality. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. 
listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Susan from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... P-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, she's a fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. Absolutely. You know, it's, and it, 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 that whole thing, you know, with, with the – I'm like, what, you guys have what, $378 billion and somehow a balloon snuck by you, you know? I mean, are you kidding me? Um, well, that you know, know is exactly yes, exactly what the whole historical phenomena upsets this huge military budget to protect people or suppose uh, and and they and they can't stop a balloon and they definitely cannot stop these objects that have these unknown propulsion systems. I mean, it is. It's an awful embarrassment. Why are we spending this money? What is it for? What's really going on? So when the whole UFO phenomenon, UAP phenomenon starts to be unraveled, there's a lot of other 
garbage that is going to come to the surface. And, you know, well, there's been too many. To. Yeah, it definitely it, it, needs to. Yeah. This is can, not about you know, aliens. Are, this is, yeah, what? No, no, finish your thought. Finish your thought, Alan. Definitely finish no, your thought. No, I'm just saying this is not about aliens. This is about government, uh, what would you call it, cover-ups, about other things, other projects, uh, their uh, mm-hmm. corporate payoffs, you know. If, if they do, let's say, for instance, there's a crash saucer and they're looking at reverse engineering that, and they sell that reverse engineering technology or even microchips, like uh, if you look at the day after Roswell, Colonel Corso says, yeah, we've reverse tech, uh, engineered some of these crafts and that's how our, our technology developed. And then they sell it to corporations. Don't you think anything that our military finds belongs to the people of this country who pay for that military? It doesn't belong being sold off to corporations. I mean, right. That's Somebody's somebody buddy at Boeing pay. or something. Yeah. It, 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 you're right. 100%. I mean, so so this know? is not about aliens. This is about corporate government greed and lies and protecting um, their own self and their own, you know, bank accounts or something. I don't know. It's, if we really, and that's the problem. Some people say, okay, we'll tell the people, but we need amnesty for all the people that have uh, lied about this, all the people that we've ridiculed, and some people actually committed suicide. Maybe they killed people. Some people say mm. Kennedy was killed because he was coming out with secrets. Uh, so there's a huge backlash, and maybe we do need amnesty for those that were involved in order to, in order to, like, clear the slate to get to the truth. And I, I think I would probably be for, I'm for that as opposed to continuing the lies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there's definitely weird stuff, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine at a, uh, at a barbecue uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were, we were kind of BSing a little bit and, you know, uh, he brought up an interesting point. He said, you know, he goes, you know what I never see is any of these real high level, you know, CEOs or, or politicians or anything, none of them ever get uh, cancer. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, well, I don't know if that's true. I haven't really researched it. I don't. I can't remember offhand anybody having big medical problems like that. Um, or if they do, they're suddenly cured. It, it, well, it wouldn't I don't know about that. But I, 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 I have no idea about that. But I do think if you have a lot of money, you can definitely take care of yourself better, you can a little better, um, yeah. get get high-priced treatments, you can, you know, maybe your life is less stressed, maybe it's more stress. I know people with a, you know, decent amount of money yeah. that are more stressed. So, um, I think... I don't have that problem, Alan. <laughs> you don't, you're not stressed. Well, that's good. Maybe no, no, right no, at least on that level. <laughs> no, nothing stresses you. Money. Well... Maybe you should do some more shows about that because no, you, no, you man. can really help a lot of people. How do you, I'm, not, I'm not to turn the tables on you, but how do you avoid stress? Well, no, I have a lot. But, you know, one of the biggest things that um, that, that it works for me in my life is I got a dog a couple years back, and during the pandemic, I started gardening. I, I can't. I was never into gardening or biology or any of that kind of stuff, really. And um, man, I'm I'm into it now. I'm like I'm like you with UAPs when it comes to gardening. 
It is no, scary. I think gardening is a great way to decrease stress. I mean, putting your hands in the soil and just oh, yeah. kind of um, being in nature. I think, I think there's, I think you got something going on there. And um, you know, another I'm way. I don't take any of this seriously. I'm passionate about this subject, but really, it's 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 interesting for me. It's exciting, but. You know, there's always a bigger picture here, and that's what I'm excited about. So we we, we can't take even the, the most intense subjects seriously because there's – Oh, absolutely. We, we, we need to realize there's always a bigger picture going on here. There's always well, something you know, more – Well, you I yeah. used to be very skeptical on a lot of things. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm middle-aged now, but when I was a little younger, I was probably much more skeptical. I'm like, and I used to, I remember I used to have a joke I used to tell. I thought was very clever. I'm like, I've been to the DMV and the post office. Do you think those people could keep a secret? You know, ha, ha, ha. But then all of a sudden, Snowden happened and, and, and all, and WikiLeaks and all, and I'm like, holy moly, you know what? I could be wrong. <laughs> I absolutely yeah. could be doing stuff on shady stuff. Um, and, you know, none of well, this surprised really, me. Look at the Kennedy assassination. That was oh, public yeah. assassination of a, of a um, you know, world leader, the president of the United States. I mean, they, they still haven't world leader, with, yeah. they haven't come out with the truth about that. Something went on yeah. there. It wasn't the lone gunman thing. I mean, how could it be? So, and that's still kept secret. I mean, yeah, there's been lots of great documentaries, books, but, you know, there's something behind our government. There's some force that is just keeping it all under wraps, and it, 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 it's everything we've been brainwashed to believe in school about democracy and freedom. It's like there's other forces. We need to demand the truth. I think it's that simple, really. I mean, and, Absolutely. and, and we well, let me ask you, make, yeah, anything. Do you think now again, and, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but I mean, that's okay. The reality is, is, and we just had this big pandemic thing, you know, and, and people freaked out about having to wash their hands. I just, this week, the freak out of the week this week is Netflix made a documentary and the actress playing Cleopatra was black and everybody's losing their mind. Um, I'm like, man, you guys got a lot of free time on your hands. You know, there's there's big shit going on um, that you should be focused what, on. I think. What's the big deal if Cleopatra was black? I mean, why is that a big deal? <laughs> you know, no, That's no. Serious. My question is, do you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Um, but the thing is, is do you think that people in general, mankind, I think we're ready. I think we can handle it. But what do you yeah. think? I think think we're in for a rude awakening, and that's okay. I mean, you know, when the natives that were living in North and South America met the Europeans, that, you know, they didn't expect it, but they embraced them. Of course, that was not a good move because the Europeans weren't very kind. And um, so, but but we're pretty. They didn't didn't go jump off a cliff or anything. You know? No, exactly. I think, I think it. we're. I think it's actually stimulating to our creative uh, potential 
to uh, embrace a, a new environment. I mean, this is what stimulates neurological development. This is why babies are always running after the new thing because they, they're, they're interested in new possibilities. That's the difference between babies and old people. Old people, like, don't care. They're not running towards a new thing. And, and, and we, I'm excited. I'm running towards a new thing. It's my child because this is the most exciting moment in human history, meeting the others, the cosmic others. And not in fear. If they wanted to invade or take over, they would have done it by now. And guess what? We're right. still stuck with our own problems. And they're not going to clean up our mess for us. We've made a huge mess of this planet. And we definitely have to clean it up before we have company. But they're watching and they're waiting for us to stop being barbaric, to stop killing each other and ourselves and the planet. I mean, really, would you want to be friends with a bunch of monkeys like this were self-destructive? I mean, they're saying, right. we hope these guys grow up. We really have a lot to offer them, but they're not in any position to hear it. And we have a lot to offer these beings. I mean, talk about, I mean, that's a whole other subject, but abductions and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've heard of that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And why well, is that happening? Yeah, go ahead. What were you saying, James? Well, I was going to say, you know, one of the – I remember a couple years ago, and I was very disappointed when I heard it. I was watching some um, YouTube interview of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he, he mm-hmm. it was obvious he thought he was being very clever, and he's like, well, you know, how come nobody's grabbed an ashtray? How come there's no evidence? And I'm like, you know, the reality is, if you look at some of this, there are cases where people have, you know, there's been things in people's necks and, you know, all, all, all kinds of stuff. Um, that whole Roswell thing, you know, they, they yeah. oh, we have pictures of this guy standing next to all this, this weird metal that moves in back into place, you know. Oh, oh, but that was just, you know, weird weather balloon stuff. You know, I mean, it, it none of that no. impresses me. You know, when these people are like, why don't they grab something? They have. (laughs) Are you kidding me? They have. Come on. Of course. There's crash retrieval that are are being examined at this very moment in places Mm -hmm. like Area 51, S4, um, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. I mean, there are are in possession, and Gary Nolan just came out about this. Eric Davis, like in 2021, said he briefed Congress about press retrievals of objects not from this planet. I mean, if they have those things, people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, is, um, he's stuck in an old paradigm. He, it, right. it, it, you know, it, it's very disrupting to people's worldview to say the world's not what you've been taught. It, it, it creates a cognitive dissonance. So in, in some sense, maybe people aren't ready for it, but that's no reason not to tell them the truth. Like, you know, maybe your parents didn't want to tell you about sex because you weren't ready for it, but, you know, they, that was their opinion, and you were just looking at all, whatever, the Playboy magazine to learn as much right. as you We're in a very similar case. The parents don't want to tell us the truth because they think we're not ready, and we're feeding off the the UFO pornography. No, <laughs> absolutely. Joking Ab- about that. But um, absolutely, Ellen, you're a hundred percent right. 
No, but it's really, I mean, we have to stop believing what they're telling us about not being ready or ridicule or people like Neil deGrasse Tyson saying, oh, show me evidence. Well, first of all, Neil, these things are really not of our reality. They come in and out of our world, but they're not of the world. They're, they're, and it might be hard for people to understand that they're multidimensional. They're in and out of our time space matrix. So you could pick up an ashtray, but it'll disappear as long as you, you know, I don't think they smoke, but when you leave the craft, it's going to dissolve because you're, but you know what that says about us, that we essentially, and this is the essence of the book as you kind of get down to, we are essentially are multidimensional beings. We exist in many, many levels and forms and 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 conscious um, realities that we're not aware of and we have not been made aware of it, but that will also change, I feel, once we embrace the fact that we're not alone in the universe, the nature of reality itself begins to shift. And this is really the flood that the government's holding back, like, uh-oh. It's like the same excuse uh, uh, Timothy Leary said why LSD was illegal. I'm not necessarily. He said it's not that it's harmful, and maybe it is. I don't know. He says the government doesn't want people to think differently. They want everyone right. in the con- listening. So if people start to have UFO experiences or, or it comes out like the world's not what we thought, we're in a huge um, upset. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's how change happens on a collective level, sometimes individual level, is to not be an upset, but, but to have something, and sometimes it's upset, some, something out of the ordinary. And this is out of the ordinary this, the, because people live very ordinary lives, and they want to. They, they've been programmed to go to work, get a job, have a family, move to the suburbs, or live in a farm in the state. Right. That's, that's the American um, conditioning, and there's nothing more to think about. That's what I grew up with that. I mean, most people I know, even if they were at whatever religion, they're still basically brought up with the basic programming of this is what we're here. And once you have have a little out of the ordinary, like an out-of-body experience or some kind of spiritual experience, you say, hey, wait a minute. Maybe there is more to the world and reality and who I am than I've been told. So this is a, a this is a planetary awakening we're in right now. This is what contact in the desert is why it's so important. We're gathering with like minded people who say, Oh, I don't believe you. No. These are people coming together because they've had an experience, they have a belief, they have a worldview and we're here to support each other's um further investigations of reality. That's why this, this conference is so exciting, June 2nd to the 4th um, in uh, the Renaissance Hotel in Indian Wells. Come, be a part of it, and let go of your own limited beliefs and listen to people who are pushing the envelope of possibility. That's what I say. Absolutely. The, the flower of possibility blooms, and your life changes. You know, so, I mean, People have different experiences, and, and that happens. That's very real, you know. Um, it, it, mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah. 
And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com, as well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, 
From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. I had a guest on last, uh, I think it was last year, uh, Cheryl Costa. She sent me a book that she had, they, yeah. her and her wife had compiled, and it's this big pink book. It's big thing sitting on my coffee table right now here in the studio, right, right to my left. And, yeah. you know, what it is, folks, is this is a book of all reported uh, sightings of unexplained things, uh, you know, yeah, in this topic, uh, UFO, UAP, uh, or UPA. Yeah, no UAP. And I'm, I've got to learn that. I've got to learn that. Anyway, it's, it's a thick book, man. It ain't like 14 cases. There's, you know, thousands of cases. And I keep that on the coffee table because when people visit, they say, hey, what, what's that? And I'm like, that is a big, big book of unexplained things <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that should be looked into, you know. And I'm not, not yeah. that. I don't want to sound like an alarmist. But just from a positive, yeah, maybe those people are, maybe that's the, the, the like a Beethoven like you've never heard of comes from those people. Who knows, you know? I mean, it, 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 it's possibility. Cool stuff. I agree with you. That's, that's a very important book. Cheryl has outlined, you know, the research of the, the, um, the sightings from MUFON and other organizations, maybe the National Reporting Center out of Washington State, of UFO sightings around the country, county by county, she plots right. and And it's massive. These are just the reported sightings she puts yeah. in there. And, and I think she said there's over 100,000 reported sightings from, oh was it God. 2020, uh, 2000 to 2021. And I say right. reported sightings, I'd say there's probably 20 to 50 times more unreported sightings yeah. than reported. I mean, I have had sightings, and I haven't reported them, and I'm into this, I think. <laughs> so, I mean, I say, oh, well, who, I mean, maybe they haven't been that dramatic. There's some incredibly dramatic sightings that have been reported. So that's so important because that is evidence. You know, witness evidence is acceptable in court. Why is it acceptable when you talk about this? I mean, these people are not delusional. They're not making things up. Most people are a little freaked out. That's why they're reporting it. I guess I'm not freaked out or something, but, you know, I feel something. So it's like, yeah, that's, that, everyone should have a copy of that book just to show you how massive this phenomenon really is. And it really is. And we continually be are ridiculed by media, by government, by um, scientists. Neil deGrasse Tyson say, "Oh, there's nothing going on there. Don't look the person right. behind the." Remember the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. That's yeah. that's exactly what's going on. Oh, well, to the you know, great and powerful Oz. Anyway. Right. <laughs> I grew up in Detroit. I grew up in Detroit. Everybody I knew. Um, either uh, had a father or an uncle or a mother, somebody that worked in the factory and, um, you know, on the line. And one of the things that you, that my people that my age that I grew up with learned very quickly, when the guy with the nice tie comes out of the office in the front of the factory to talk to the people doing the work, he doesn't always, he's not always real straight with everybody, you know? Um, 
you got to kind of take what they say with a grain of salt. You know, oh, no, we're not closing the factory. That ain't going to happen. You know, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> you just bought a boat, no problem. You know, two weeks later, yeah, that well, factory that, closed. I mean, and, that's the problem with with hierarchies. There's always someone who wants to keep the secrets, and we mm-hmm. need to demand no more secrets. We need to demand that, and um, and the only way to do it is is to expose a lie, you know. And 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 may, I, I don't think lies can be kept for that long. It's like you can't keep food in the closet without no. letting melon rot. Well, this is really rotten food that's been kept in in this, you know, hidden from us. And uh, it is cracking, though. That's why we get a little hint from the government. Guess what, folks? It's not flying objects. It's unexplained aerial phenomena. There's a phenomenological um, aspect to this whole situation, meaning that if you've seen, this is in my book, and Grant Cameron writes a chapter about this, if you've seen a UFO, you are part of the phenomena. There are no innocent bystanders. So I'm sure a lot of people or some people listening to this have seen a UFO will count themselves as included and don't doubt what you've seen. I mean, yeah, in some cases, Mm. ever, but for the most part, if you've seen a weird glowing object in the sky that's and this is what Mike's circling down towards you in silent and then kind of going back up and or strange light flashing on or maybe even a metallic ship floating by. I mean, trust what you're seeing is the real thing. And there are sightings are increasing worldwide. So Cheryl's going to have to update her book. Absolutely. Because, because, and this Absolutely. is what's so exciting. But, you know, that's what I'm saying to you, James. It's not about fear. It's not about national security. It's about a change in the modality of time, space, history, and reality, and human consciousness. This is the most exciting time in human history. It really is. It's when, wow, were you there when the planet woke up? Were you part of that? Right. Exactly. I mean, isn't that and amazing? Isn't just- you know, a yeah. new Rolling Stones album coming out. This is bigger than, you know, Judeo-Christian thought. This is a big deal. And, yes, you know, it's bigger than, yes, it's bigger than sliced bread. It's all that, you know. It's, it's big. Know, absolutely. It's huge. It's, it's so Let me ask huge you, that, yeah, go ahead. Oh, finish your, saying, thought, like, finish your thought, Ellen. Finish your thought. I'm just saying it's so huge that, um, you know, they say the bigger the front, the bigger the back. It's so huge that the forces wanting to protect us are holding back something I don't think we can even imagine. Anyway, what did you want to ask me? You're saying? Well, I was going to say, you know, we we live, and folks, I just realized, let me real quick just say, um, I realized we don't have a link to contact in the desert. We mention it. I, I'm looking at the show page now. We don't, as soon as the uh, episode's over, I will be adding that. So just, you know, within 30 seconds of the show being over here today, uh, that contact uh, in the desert link will be up. And if you've seen something, yeah. in, 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 go meet other people who have seen stuff too, who get where you're coming from. You know, this, yeah. you're not going to have to do big song and dance convincing this crowd of, um, you know, yeah. hey, something weird might have happened. You know, no, these people are on board. Um, no, what I, what I wanted to ask you, Alan, is, you know, we live in a crazy time. And you mentioned it's such an interesting time. You know, here we are. 
in the middle of the, uh, you know, we have the, the internet now. That's Gutenberg Bible to me, you know. I mean, I, I think that's a very big thing in history. And the other thing is, you know, I, I'm sure there's a kid in Calcutta right now, you know, probably with no shoes and, and living in poverty, but he has a cell phone. <laughs> you know, and he's got internet access. It's yeah. the whole yeah. world's connected with, you know, I mean, I can't wait for them to be psychologically connected, if that makes any sense. Well, and I, I think, think we are, knowing but... something else is out there will do that, you know? I don't know. Maybe not, but I think it will. No, it will, it will do something like that. You know, I'm a big John Lennon fan, and just imagine all the people living for today, you know? He actually saw a mm-hmm. UFO, but once we realize that we're one race of humans, not different races. Right. Yeah, we all may look a little different on the outside, but we're all really the same on the inside. Um, once we realize that we're one race, then we come together as a unity that allows us to meet other ones, you know. This forms the body of super organism. Like all the cells in your body have their own individual consciousness, yet they come together and they all do different things. They all look different maybe, or not all. But yeah. they have different jobs. So when they come together, they form your consciousness because they work in a coherent fashion. So we're like cells in the body of the earth itself. And we're all individualized and we're all doing our own thing. But if we come together in a coherence, that will then open the doors to allow other coherent civilizations to interact with us. And so right. that's evolution and we're not that's cool we're, man we're, we're that, fighting that's cool ourselves. You yeah wow you. I'm glad you get it yeah exactly thank you thank you thank you oh man well, we're you know, fighting it, ourselves what's that james what oh i was just gonna say it, it, it you know we can accomplish great things. Just imagine what we could do then, you know, and everybody's like, oh, you know, stars and space travel is too distant and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, so is sailing across the ocean if you're using a, a boat made out of newspaper, you know. Um, yeah. You got to have better stuff, you know, to accomplish yeah. it. Um, I, I yeah, think I, that I mean, we yeah, will come right. up with that stuff once we start working together and, and like you said, be, become you know, and I think we could probably solve a lot of this stuff, climate change and, and all that kind of stuff, you know. Heck, if we get the – everybody's working on the problem. <laughs> I think that so the week. I think we can really solve those things because there is a technology. Imagine if you didn't need to fill up your gas tank to ride your car. Imagine if there was free energy. Well, you say that to some people – and they automatically think, well, free energy. Just think of the weapons we could create with a free energy. Uh, <laughs> they ain't ready but, yet. Yep, nope. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> awful. But it's not about weapons. Free energy could cultivate the right. desert. It could desalinate the water. It would free mm-hmm. up people to be here for the reasons they really incarnated. Do you know why we incarnated, my belief? Do you, do you, what do you Tell me, yeah, tell me, tell me. Uh, I, I, I want to hear it. I would I say hear it. Yeah. to be creators, to do radio, to write songs, to write music, to to do films, to 
teach schools, whatever is your passion, you don't have to be enslaved to the energy giants if you have enough energy to run your house, to farm your land. I mean, it changes everything. So like I said, this is not about aliens. This is about corporate government greed. and, And, you know, we have to then say, no, we want to change. And I think that's why you're doing this program. That's why I wrote this book. That's why the government, the inside government, is coming out with disclosure. It is happening. We are in the midst of a huge um, tide changing. You know, it's 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 moving the other way, and the government is now coming forward. Well, they're maybe not flying objects. Maybe there's a phenomena going on here. People don't right. understand. But they're giving us a hint that inside, the insiders are fighting each other for the monopolization of the truth. I mean, that's my feeling, and it's evidence that you just listen to some of these people. Uh, listen to Gary right. Nolan at the Salt Talk, S-A-L-T, just May 13th. Look it up. He spills the beans like no one from inside the government has done before. It's right there. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And um, also, folks, pick up Making Contact, Ellen Steinfeld. you got to get the book. What a great gift for yourself or someone else or both. Um, Yes, exactly. You know, this this book is a basic introduction to the phenomena. That's why the subtitle is Preparing for the New Realities of Extraterrestrial Existence. Because once you realize there's something else going on here – you're prepared to see something different in the sky or right. have an experience in a dream. We need to prepare ourselves psychologically in order to embrace the unknown or else it just overwhelms us, which can happen, but let's prepare. So I lead the reader through you know, years of research that the experts in the field have done. So it's a compilation of 10 of the best authorities in the field giving their point of view about how we're going to deal with the most extraordinary moment in human history. Thank you, James. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, definitely you check can, it out. You can get it on Amazon. I said you oh, can get cool. this book on Amazon, Making Contact, Alan Stein. You go into Barnes & Noble, most every single Barnes & Noble store in the U.S. is carrying this book. I made sure that about that because St. Martin's published it, and they're in a lot of the bookstores, so just ask for it. If you if you want an education about this, because it wasn't just my opinion in writing this book. I wanted the best people that I knew in the field to write about what they think is going on. And they all have a different point of view, so it's a kind of mosaic. You're seeing it from different perspectives, and then when the reader gets to see, oh, yeah, this person's saying this, but it complements this. So there, there's not disagreement. It's just perspective. So that's what it comes down to us here now we have our unique perspective about the phenomena and when people have an experience or contact or see something they're free to interpret in their own way but at least be informed by the people who've been right. looking at this for 50 years what's going on yes absolutely and you know it's like frank zappa said folks mines and parachutes they're both work when they're open you know um i totally agree i met frank zappa once he was a great guy, so yeah. Ah, there you go. There you go. Well, folks, I have kept Alan longer than I told him I would. But Alan, you're That's fascinating. Okay. I could. 
you know, I could do one of those three-hour Joe Rogan podcasts. I swear to God with you. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 I love this stuff. And, folks, like I said, we're going to be adding um, – we'll be adding the direct Amazon link also and definitely the uh, the contact in the desert. Um, mm-hmm. Man, they got a great website. And also – Get over there to that new realities and subscribe on YouTube. It's I love watching YouTube. I, I'm telling you, I, I watch these all the time. I'm in here working. I'm painting a painting. I got YouTube up on the screen. You know, um, just it, it's great. Good. Your your show is really well done, and um, oh, thank you. <laughs> very entertaining and, got- and, and informative. You know, and I go deeper into this phenomenon. I mean, there's people who are been aboard ship. Travis Walton is probably the most famous case in history. He's gone for five days when he ran towards a UFO and blasted, mm. and he was missing. So, I mean, I, I get these insiders and people who've been whistleblowers for the government. So this is why it's so exciting. But I'm doing this because I want to know. I'm not just doing this as entertainment. I'm doing this because... We you want to know? Yeah, we all need to be informed of the new realities that are knocking at our door. So thank you today for taking the time and uh, listening and being a part of the awakening world, really. Awakening Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime, my okay. new friend. Anytime. <laughs> okay. Love to have you back. Okay. <laughs> Wait, where are you cool, located? Cool, cool. I'm Jen, in, you well, here. Yeah. Here's what's great. I'm in South Florida, you know, which is the, uh, the uh, what is it, the eighth uh, borough of New York, where you're at. Um, <laughs> all of my neighbors are from New York. Let me put it that way. Um, okay. We love New I'm York down, down here. I go down to South Florida. My mother lives down there. And um, South Florida is one of the most um, well-known hotspots for UFO activity. Oh, all of Florida, doesn't surprise actually, yeah. me. Doesn't surprise yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, we're right next to a little beach town called Deerfield Beach. We're right uh, south of Boca. Uh, so uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know where down you are. Down here and uh, showing up yeah, at the doorstep. It, I know where you are. No, but <laughs> we have a guest Thank you room for the time and a big backyard. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, Alan. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Let me break a leg at contact. What's that? I said break a leg at contact. I hope that oh, all no, goes it'll well. be really fun. It'll be really, really awesome. fun, and next year try to get there, okay? Yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, have this out in about an hour, and I will uh, tag you and everything. And, um, yeah, very, very okay, cool. Okay, what's your, what's, your what's your YouTube channel called? I don't even have a YouTube channel, to be honest. Oh. Um, but I will send you a link um, through YouTube and also through Instagram. <laughs> All right, Do great. It. Great, do that. Okay. okay, thanks so much, James. Okay. Yep. Okay. Bye. Well, there thanks. you go, folks. Um, Mr. Alan Steinfeld, uh, like I said, fantastic, fantastic show, New Realities. I love it. And I'm going to be picking up a copy of Making Contact, uh, preparing for the new realities of extraterrestrial existence. And, folks, if it wasn't in 10 days, if I would have had a little more time, I definitely would have uh, headed out to California because this contact in the desert looks Phenomenal to me. Phenomenal. And, uh, you know, my wife just got back from this big music festival, so now I get a pass to go somewhere. If I would have known a little sooner, um, <laughs> I would have. But next year, I will be there. I will be there. Uh, very, very cool. And, uh, folks, like I said, I'm going to be adding, um, we're going to be converting this to a uh, podcast, and we're going to push it out on all the social media platforms and all the podcasts. We're on 
We're on over 740-some-odd uh, podcasting platforms. Yeah, there's that many. It's crazy. It's crazy. But that's okay. I'm very glad it's because of all you listeners uh, that we're on all that. Of course, we're on all the biggies, you know, Spotify, Pandora, all that kind of stuff, I, iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, all that. So this will be, uh, you know, check it out. And uh, like I said, those links stay active, and we will see you all. What are we? Are we back tomorrow? No, we're back Thursday. That's right. Well, uh, we've got a fantastic filmmaker coming on um, on Thursday with a really cool, uh, very cool thriller movie, very Hitchcockian in a cool way. Lots of twists in this movie. Anyway, um, you can always see upcoming episodes on my website, www.poprocksradio.com, and, uh, and see who we've got coming up. Always cool guests, and today was no exception to that. Wow, my mind is blown, baby. My mind is blown. We will see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hej, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.